Welcome to the Author's Podcast with Lisa Newton. Writing a book is a dream for many people, and in today's society, it has become easier and more important than ever. If you are an expert, speaker, coach, or an authority in your field, having a book is the new business card. It can increase your credibility, enhance your status, and make you the go-to person in your field. Opening doors and bringing a flood of opportunities straight to you. You can increase your fees and start choosing the clients you really want to work with. The Author's Podcast Show with Lisa Newton is designed to inspire, educate and inform you, both entrepreneur and individual, on how to write a book, as well as writer's tips and strategies on how to actually get that book written. On today's show, you learn more about how to write a book, including writing ideas, marketing, and how to succeed in getting a book written. Here we go with the author's podcast, and here is your host, Lisa Newton. episode of the author's podcast today my guest is esther jacob esther is a motivational speaker entrepreneur of authentic worth youtuber and author of two books esther has a strong desire to support and encourage men and women to break out of their comfort zones and embrace who they are in a world where identity is based on how society is perceived Esther is determined to work with young adults who feel there is no value or purpose to life and to use their gifts as a tool to inspire others. Esther believes that everyone has a special gift that comes with relentless effort and a strong prayer momentum. She pursues God in all areas of her life and enjoys sharing her testimony of how the faith kept her going in third year of university. Esther also enjoys fashion, traveling and events management. And for more information, you can visit the website, which is on AuthenticWorth.com. So on the line, I should have Esther Jacob. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Hello. (laughs) Very well. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. First of all, then, let's dive straight in. It's interesting that you say that you are a person of faith and that you pursue God in all areas of life. Yes. So this will be interesting. So you'll probably be the first person like this on the podcast. Okay. That'd be great. Tell us then, initially then, why is it that you first decided that you wanted to write a book? Perfect. In 2013, after I graduated, I was still working at um, a retail store in Dorothy Perkins for, on a part-time basis. Mm-hmm. And it took me quite a while for me to find a job, which I didn't understand why. I thought, was I not experienced enough? Was it because I got a 2-1 and not a first class? And I decided that, you know, it's becoming such a repetitive cycle. So I decided to use my gifts, which were already in me, such as my public speaking skills and my writing skills to write a book. And what inspired me was also through my blog. And that's womensworthconference.wordpress.com. And I started blogging in my third year of university as well. And... I used to always express how I felt through that blog. And I thought because of everything I went through, it's just too much to put on a blog. So I decided to turn it into a book. Yeah. Okay. Interesting that you were a blogger. So 
How often did you used to blog and how did you find that experience? Because I remember when I first tried to get into <laughs> blogging, even yeah. though despite the fact I really enjoy writing, I just couldn't get into it. So how mm. often did you blog? Yeah, perfect. I would blog every week. Um, and it's just because I was working part time. So I had more time on my hands to actually do it. It basically was through things I went through. So if I felt down, I'll speak about how to motivate. If I felt like I wasn't worthy, I'll speak about how to encourage women to know their worth. And um, so it was on a weekly basis. Mm. Okay. So you were doing that alongside your degree at university. I was, yeah. Amazing how you found the time. Yeah. What did you study at university? I did business administration with marketing. Okay. Would you say that you were mm. able to use a lot of the material that was on the blog within the book? Definitely, yeah. And um, hence the reason why I mentioned before that that's the way I started my books. Okay. Was it literally, how did you go about that process? Because I know there will be people out there that have, yeah. that have got a blog. That's something that they, they have been able to do. And it's turning that content into a book. How did you go about that? Or do you have any tips for that? Did you... Yeah, I would just say, um, just start writing anything that comes into mind. Just jot it down on a piece of paper or write it on Microsoft Word. And mm. um, that's the way I started it. I literally just thought of experiences and circumstances that I went through and I started writing on Microsoft Word and then it started to become a longer pattern and that's what made it into a book. I also joined in different workshops, which I actually have a workshop on Friday the 9th of November. Mm. And for those of you who might be interested in how I started my book, but um, I was able to speak with people who were already in um, the book sector and they also helped me as well. Okay. How do you access people who are in the book sector? That's on social media and friends. So the first person that introduced me to her workshop is actually the lady that's coming to speak on the day of the workshop on Friday. And she was speaking about her journey as to how she started her book. And that also inspired me to, you know, make my own workshop. Okay. How long did it take you to turn the blog into a book? Um, it took roughly two years. Mm -hmm. So my first book, It's Time to Heal, took about two years to be completed. And the second one completion took about eight months. But it's quite funny because with my second one, I was still, in, well, that's when I started my full-time job. So um, I was able to balance my full-time job with doing another book. Mm. So I just want to say to those who are interested in writing a book that anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Um, because juggling a full-time job, I mean, the hours are 8.45 to 6 p.m. every day. Mm. It's not as easy as it, as it sounds, but mm. um, it's very possible. And I, I believe it's just dependent on your mindset and how determined you are. Mm. How would you find the time? So if you have to be there 8.45, would you write in the mm. morning? Are you finishing at 6? Do you write in the evening? Do you do it every day? Yeah. So for the second one, um, I would come in normal time. That's maybe around 8.15 or 8.20 a.m. Do a bit of work for about maybe 10, 15 minutes. Start my day. Sometimes on my lunch break, I can take about 15 minutes out to write. And I would sometimes stay after work as well. So that would be an hour roughly after work. So I would say I'll give myself an hour and a half plus work to do a bit of my chapters every day. Okay. And would you stay behind at work and just find a quiet spot? Yeah, I will. And um, because that's when everyone's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's interesting because sometimes people find the environment where they are can really help. 
Of course, mm. of course. I think ideally, I mean, if I'm honest with you, I do like to write in silence. Mm. But I know at the times when lunchtime was there, it was quite hard because people are, were always speaking. And um, my role is basically phone based. So mm. everyone's around you. You can't really think at times. But um, I made, you know, that determination to just you know, block off the noise and just write because I knew that my book was going to make an impact and it's still making an impact now. Mm. Oh. So, yeah. Would you type up uh, on the Microsoft Word or would you be handwriting to the page? Oh, no, typing, definitely. Handwriting would be a bit long. Unless um, I need to write down quotes or notes, then I'll write. But if it's um, in-depth information, then definitely on Word. Okay. So the name of the book then, the first book is called It's Time to Heal. Yeah. And that's available on Amazon. And that book's about a young woman that secretly has enough of life. And the, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, of course. So um, it's mainly to do with my journey and how I struggled from my university and my job search and my self-worth. But it is for ladies that feel that there's no, um, can I say, purpose to life maybe they feel like they've had enough of life or they think they're not worthy enough or they feel that things aren't working well for them or they've been through a past hurt that causes them to break out and this is a book to inspire to motivate and to uplift young women especially those who may be going to university and those who have just come out of university would you say it is autobiographical or is it like in a story format or what kind of format is that? Mm. I would say it's more of a story format. It just basically starts off with my previous job at Dorothy Perkins, mm. where um, there was an incident where one of my colleagues lied about me. And um, thankfully, um, they didn't um, take it to another level. But it's just a way in which I had to struggle with so many things that people would never really think of. So working in a retail environment, thinking that you'll be lied on is not something that anybody would like especially considering the fact that, you know, I wanted to be promoted at that job. So seeing that someone could have that heart to, you know, um, try to put me down um, isn't encouraging and inspiring for other women who want to, you know, succeed in life. And I think that's what's happening in our generation today. We don't have a lot of people that are willing to support each other. And I don't know if I can blame them because they too have got their own goals to fulfill. But what I wouldn't want is to see women, especially women of colour, Mm. to have that heart to put people down. Mm. And this is the reason why I've written this book, to tell people that you are responsible for your healing. As women, we are responsible for our healing. We don't wait for someone to say, oh, well done. We have to put ourselves out there so that people can see that we are worthy. Mm. Okay, very interesting. So it is your story? It is, yeah. Okay. Definitely my story. So it's very interesting because when speaking to some people, it was just a lady I was in a workshop with just last week and she has an idea for a book. And yeah. it's a very personal journey for her and it's to do of with course. mental health. And her fear is that, oh, you know, people will read it and they'll know a lot about me. She's feeling a little bit kind of vulnerable and can she put it all out this? How do you feel about that like if someone's got quite a very personal story to share and mm. you know you've put your name to this so this is your story and everyone's going to know it's you and things like that of course for, for people out there who are a little bit like oh, i don't, don't know what would you say i would say honestly speaking the best way to get your story out there is just by being transparent so the three words i would just say is just do it mm. 
I know it's not always easy, but I believe that your story isn't meant to just be for you. Your story is meant to inspire people. And you don't know that when you speak about your story, it could set someone free. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this moment in time, this is why a lot of us struggle with mental health because they don't open up or they may open up, but not to the right people. So it's very important to have discernment to know when to speak out and who to speak to. So for me this year, it hasn't been one of my, I would say it's been a good year, but on other hands, it hasn't. But I've been able to use my story to inspire people. So people would say, Esther, you went through this and you were able to achieve that. It's because I thought, you know what, Esther, everything I've been through isn't just for me. And there could be someone out there that really may need to hear your story to be encouraged. So for that person, I would definitely encourage you to take it slow and speak out. Just speak out. Even if it's to one person a day, eventually you'll start to feel yourself becoming more comfortable about your story because your story shouldn't be hidden. It should be, you know, an inspiring, what can I say? It should be an inspiration for other people as well. One thing you mentioned is that, you know, at work, someone lied on you. Now, have Mm. you named names? Because one thing is you referring to yourself and that's fine. But like other people obviously are going to be part of your story. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Within the book, have you named names or, you know, if someone read it, would they clearly know? And they were in that, you know, environment like, yeah, I know who she's talking about there. How have Mm. you handled that aspect? Yeah. No. So um, I didn't mention the person's name because I know that the people who will be reading my story aren't actually in my workplace. So I don't speak to anyone in my workplace anymore. That was over two years ago. So I know that um, they wouldn't know who the person is. And for people that are reading it right now, up till now, no one knows the person. But for me, I just prefer to keep it anonymous just because I, I don't really feel like the name is important. It's more about what the person did and how it may also impact others because I'm sure there are other people who are listening to this right now that they've had lies about them in the workplaces but you don't necessarily need to say who the name is I'm not trying to put too much exposure on the person I'm my story is mainly talking about the fact that people can be mean and it's not to shame the person but it's just to make people aware that yes this is how people's hearts can be so yeah You are listening to The Author's Podcast with me, your host, Lisa Newton. You can email me, lisa at lisanewton.co.uk. And remember, we have The Inner Circle, which is for writers just like you. And you can join us at writerbook.net. So if you're just tuning in to The Author's Podcast, I am talking to Esther Jacob. Esther is the author of a few books, one being It's Time to Heal, available on Amazon, and the second book being Completion from the Perspective of Brokenness, also on Amazon. And other books are in the pipeline. You mentioned previously pursuing God and how God's in all areas of your life. So how has the religious aspect affected your writing or within the book? I wouldn't say it's more of a, of a religious aspect. I would say it's more of a relationship mm-hmm. um, just because I like using that word. It's more gentle. It's more subtle. Um, I've been brought up as a Christian all my life. Um, I've been to the same church all my life as well. And I've really been able to know what it means to give my life to Jesus mm-hmm. just because he's been there for me since you know, with my whole journey of university to my struggles to where I am now, I can honestly say it's, it's only him. And it, it's a way for me to kind of 
express myself without being judged mm-hmm. because I believe that Jesus is someone that you can trust. Whereas if I was to turn to other people, they won't be able to help me in the way he can. So being able to be in the position I am is only by the grace of God. So if there are people of other faiths and denominations, will they be put off reading the book? Like, do you have lots of scriptures, lots of biblical scriptures, or is it just the fact that this is your religion, your faith, and it's not really what the book is about? Mm. It has a few scriptures, but it's more about my story and how I handled things. So um, it's a way where people can actually get to know who I am. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose, well, faith is a big part of your life then, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, excellent. It's Time to Heal is one book. And then the other one is The Completion. So tell us about that one from the perspective of brokenness. Of course. Completion is a continuation from It's Time to Heal. But this is more about focusing on how to heal. And this is more about becoming stronger in yourself, becoming more acquainted and more intimate with Christ and also being completing yourself. So this is more about working on your self-development, working on you as an individual, learning about the importance of forgiveness, learning about the importance of trusting and focusing on your personal development. So in terms of comparison, we're in a world where there's too much competitiveness and it's causing us to not feel complete. We feel incomplete if someone doesn't like us or we feel incomplete if someone doesn't make us feel special. But how complete are you in yourself? And that's what it's about. Mm. When you say it's a continuation, completion, the second book, is that yeah. for people who have read the first book or could someone dive into the completion book to begin with? What would you say? No, either one. I mean, ideally, it would be nice if the person or the audience would get the first book. But um, if you're a man, then I would say start with completion because it's time to heal is mainly for women but completion is for men and for women Mm. so for women definitely i would highly advise you to get the first book in order to understand the second book but um, if you feel like you can start with the second book then please by all means okay yeah is the completion book is that your journey continued is that a story or is it almost almost like a workbook what would you say I would say this is something that is a a continual process. So in one of the chapters, chapter five, I spoke about peace. And in today's society, there's not a lot of peace. And I'm sure you're aware of what I'm referring to with, you know, all the violence happening in London. There's a lot of pain that is going on. I mean, mothers and fathers burying their children. That's not something that we want to see right now because there's no peace. There's no peace in our world. Everybody wants to do what they want to do. There's no structure, there's no order. Mm. And and I think me really hurts my heart because there's no peace. And I feel like there's no discipline in terms of where people are actually going and heading towards, i.e. their destiny. I mean, in chapter eight, I speak about being a destined individual, that you have to keep your focus in check and you have to know your purpose. But how would you know your purpose? The only way I believe you will know your purpose is by allowing God to speak to you. And that's the way I was able to identify my purpose and write these two books. Mm. You also need to set realistic goals. So let your goals be smart. Let them be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time bound. You know, set a target on what you want to do. I don't know if you remember, but I spoke about the third book I'm writing as well, which is coming up next year. And this book will not be at all like these two books, because this book is based on something very dear to me, which I will explain later on. 
But for the meantime, with completion, it's more about a journey because in life we are all on a journey and we are all on a different journey, which is a good thing. Hmm. But we need to make sure that we don't miss that road. Yeah. All right. It's interesting listening to you. I think there are a lot of people out there who are slightly lost, if you like. Yeah, yeah. And they need some Hmm. guidance. Of course. And and I think as well, because that's what my heart is for. I'm, I'm a very passionate person when it comes to adults and young teenagers that don't know where they're going you know sometimes even when I can look at someone I I just want to hug them Mm. because I don't know what they're going through Lisa Mm. I don't know how they feel at night Mm. you know there will come a time in everyone's life where they'll think and say wait who am I really what am I really doing here what is my purpose what have I been called to do you know and I feel like with our young generation today this is what they need it's not about you know putting them down or forcing anything you know down their throat or saying you must believe no but it's more about being able to share your experiences and your story with other people to inspire them so that they also can be transparent to share theirs because we are all in this together you know everybody in life has a purpose you have a purpose i have a purpose we all have a purpose those listening you know have a purpose and if it's not being revealed now it's okay some purposes are revealed others are later but it doesn't mean that you won't know anything that causes your heart to, to grieve anything that causes your heart you know sleepless night is your purpose it's drawing you to that because you're saying wow how can i use what i have in me to help someone else Just like that lady that you were referring to before about the things that she's been through. How can you use what you've been through to help someone? You surely can. Because someone could be committing suicide right now and you could have saved that person's life just by your story. Yes. You just never know. Yes. And I think the key is really to listen to people at what they're going through. You know, even if you don't have the words, just listen and hug them. If you can cry, cry with them. I believe that crying is a sign of strength. You know, it's a good way to express that. You know what? I understand you. I'm empathizing with you. I'm not just sympathizing. I'm getting you. I'm I'm relating to you, you know? So, yeah. You speak very passionately. (laughs) Yeah, I I do. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You do, because you've got a YouTube channel. What kind of content do people find on your YouTube channel? Yeah, so um, my recent one is the workshop that is going to be held on Friday, the 9th of November. Um, but from more generic perspective, it's more about um, inspiration, um, fashion, book hauls, um, makeup hauls as well, talking about finances and savings, and also my three events that I just did in 2016. So I did my first book launch, which is It's Time to Heal. Um, I did my second book launch last year and I had another event called The Big Debate and that one focused on mental health and social media. Um, And I've also got this one that's coming up. But um, most of my videos are surrounded by what I can do to inspire others. So motivation about being consistent, being determined to achieve your goals, um, having friends as well to also um, video with me as well. Mm. So also get to know me videos. I've got a video about me and my brother. Um, and yeah, m- many more are to come. Okay, so if you're enjoying what you're listening to, you can tune into Esther on her YouTube channel, which is Esther NJ. And Esther is spelt E S T H E R, N for nurse, J for Jacob. Let's talk about book launches then, Esther. Mm. Let's talk about that. So someone's out there and they're thinking, okay, I want to do a book launch. What kind of top tips have you got for them? 
definitely. So I would say the first one is know your audience. It's very important because if you don't know your audience, you will just attract anything. And I don't think that's what you would ideally want. Um, secondly, make sure you have the finances. Um, do as much research as you can as possible online. Um, get in contact with existing authors who are already um, in that industry so that they can help you to find the right people to support you. Um, also, don't do it alone. Um, I know with my first book launch, I actually wasn't working. I should have actually pointed that out. But um, I actually wasn't working. And thankfully, um, someone that my friend referred me to was kind enough to give me a discount. Um, so that was really helpful. So I would say definitely don't do it alone. Do as much research as you can within the book industry and make sure you know who your target market is. It's very important. So if you're targeting women, let that be known. If you're targeting men, also let that be known. If you're targeting both genders, also let that be known. Try not to limit it as well, because there could be other people that may want to come to your book launch, but because of the age limit, mm. um, it may put them off. So, yeah. So for your book, it was the first one, which was, you mentioned, someone gave you a discount. Was it a discount off the venue hire? The venue hire was free and they only gave me a discount on reading the book. So i.e. the manuscript, the editing stage. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. And that's actually what's going to be discussed on Friday, the 9th of November. Um, at 7 to 9 p.m. because I'm going to be talking to those who are looking to write a book about the process of how I started and that will be included in that package. Okay. So for those of you, by the time you tune in, and I know we've got listeners from all over the globe, but that is Friday the 9th of November at the time of recording. It's 2018. And this event that Esther's holding is going to be in London, UK. So I know not all of you are able to make it, but that is going ahead. So for your book launch then, what kind of format did it take and how long was the event? Was it like an hour long, two hours long? Do you read a passage of the book? You said, you know, enroll other authors. Did you have someone else there as well? So sort of what Mm. kind of format did it take? Yeah, perfect. Ideally, it was just with singing. So I had a team of three people that sang on the day Mm. just to introduce um, the actual whole book launch and the motive and the meaning behind it and then after I spoke about the journey of my book I've got a video specifically about that on my YouTube channel as well so you all can tune into that and after I had someone to speak um, via a spoken word Mm -hmm. about healing from her story and then we had um, a group of panelists so we had people that spoke about healing in their own words and what they thought healing is to them and how they can inspire other people to be healed and we also did prize giveaways so I gave out two free books and there were light snacks and they were pictures taken towards the end of the day and also book signing as well so there was quite a lot of activities um, not necessarily on how to write a book but what the book was about Mm -hmm. and we had um, two special guest speakers on the day as well okay excellent so that's really good that's quite a few ideas there we're listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. Please do subscribe to, like and share this channel. Listeners, if you're tuning in, I'm talking to Esther Jacob. She is the author of It's Time to Heal and also Completion from the Perspective of Brokenness. You can find her more information about her on her website, authenticworth.com. And that was just some ideas about launching a book and the kind of things that you can have on the day. Can you remember, Esther, if it was a weekday or a weekend or sort of what time of day it was? 
Yeah. So my first one was Saturday the 21st of July. Um, and that was from 1pm to 5.30. Yeah. Okay. It's quite a long day then, in a sense, really. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. <laughs> and did you sell tickets or was it free? Um, yes. So both my book launches were free. Um, but obviously the books were £10. <clears throat> right, okay. And they still are £10, yeah. And how did you come to price the book? What made you choose that figure, not nine ninety nine or... Mm. <laughs> now, these are the questions that I get asked, so I'm, you know... Oh, really? Put it out there. How much should I price my book for? Yeah. Really, I think... Yeah, how did you come up with the price? Yeah. Um, what I tend to do, um, I, I like to do my research. So um, whether that be to have a questionnaire or a survey to say, you know, I'm doing a book, what would you think would be the most reasonable price? And because I know that not everybody at the time was working I thought to you know bring it down a bit to make it reasonable but I know that there's a saying that says don't bring down your prices because it shows that it's not really valuable but I believe at the same time you do have to honor and can I say your potential and existing clients um decision of what they can and can't afford Mm. but along the lines I've realized that you know what because I know what I carry it is a good thing to have confidence in your prices so it's okay to increase it but um, £10, I thought, was good because it was my first book and I didn't really have any experience in the book industry anyway. So I thought, OK, £10 is a decent, reasonable price. This is good. And, you know, in terms of, you know, books and reasonable prices, I mean, are you an avid reader? Do you tend to buy books? Do you get them from the library? Oh, a lot. I love reading books. I'm actually reading a book now called Saw by T.D. Jakes. Okay. And it's absolutely amazing. It's definitely a book for the season I'm in right now. And um, I don't really go to the library as much. If I need to find books, um, I will just go on Instagram or if there's anything that I feel might be beneficial, I'll just go on Google and type, okay, motivational books or books in this season. And, and I think a, a book in, well, I think two books at the moment that are in this season for those who are looking to you know, come out of that comfortable life is Saw by T.D. Jakes and Slaying Your Lane. I don't know the author's name, but I know the title is called Slay. So that's S-L-A-Y in your lane. Um, th- those are two books that I'm that I'm currently reading that are really good. That's interesting. Do you know what? That's the second time Slay in Your Lane that the name of that book has popped up in conversation. So yeah, maybe definitely. The, the universe is steering me towards that book. And you say Slay in Your Lane. Yes, slay. So in other words, it's like do well on your own terms. Don't look at anybody else's lane. Focus on what you have. So in other words, master your craft. Mm. Yeah, master your craft. If I can put it into simplistic terms. Okay. (laughs) Excellent. So for those people who might think, oh, you know, let's just say, you know, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a pharmacist and should I be doing something pharmaceutical and not writing, you know, what, what would you say to, to anyone who, you know, they're not an author, they're not a writer, that's not been their background. Mm. What would you say to those who want to make it their background? Like, yeah, definitely. I would say do it. If it's in your heart and you feel the need that you have a story to share, please do it because... Even though, I mean, I can say that what I studied in university was, wasn't really related to authoring, but I thought because of the experiences that I went through, it caused me to become an author. Mm. And I would say that author is a business. So in a way, I mean, I I know it sounds a bit like, wow, let's say, for example, I was um, a lawyer 
Mm. And, you know, everything I went through in that role has caused me to express how I feel. I would use that and, and make a book from it. And, and I can still balance my full-time job with writing a book the same way I was able to balance, you know, working part-time with book writing. So it's very possible. Um, my, my friend that I'm currently doing the workshop with on Friday, she works in retail and she's still able to write books. And books and retail, I, I don't know if it can relate as in clothing retail. Mm. So anything is possible. If you have a story to share, you know, you could definitely use that as, as something like a side hustle and <laughs> you know you can start writing you know after work yeah mm -hmm. definitely and you mentioned in your degree it was did you say it was marketing with something or other yes and business Bus administration with marketing yeah okay so in terms of marketing then and interestingly you said if you were looking for a book you would look on instagram mm. so you are on instagram your code is s dot n jacob so yeah, that's right how do you, if you do market your book on Instagram, how do you do that? Yeah, so, um, no, of course. At the moment, I'm using a lot of tags, mm -hmm. sorry, hashtags, yeah. I should say. At the moment, I'm just basically tagging my book. So hashtag, it's time to heal, hashtag completion, hashtag inspiring authors, um, hashtag bookstagrams, because it's also targeting people who also have books. So because I've done that, more people have actually followed me not knowing that that's actually the secret to getting more people to know about your books and to know about other people's books. Yeah. So um, that's been one of the best ways that I've done it so far. And I've only done it in November. No one told me about it. I just thought to tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bookstagram. Okay. Yeah, Bookstagram. Right. We can find you then on Instagram as s.njacob. And we can yeah. find you on YouTube as s.nj. with me your host lisa newton you can email me lisa at lisanewton.co.uk and remember we have the inner circle which is for writers just like you and you can join us at writerbook.net Yeah. tuning in folks i am talking to esther jacob author of it's time to heal and completion and esther runs authentic worth tell us a little bit about the business authentic worth yeah i literally made my blog as if you can remember from 2013 into mm. a website and yes it did take a bit of time because um then i didn't feel financially stable so i thought i would need to make sure that i do this at a time where i feel um, financially stable so the business is for young men and young women um, who have a vision but don't know how to achieve it and who want to actually achieve greatness. So that consists of me having annual events. So I've had three events so far. I'm having a fourth one on Friday. So it's also about me trying to get as many people as possible to tune into the website. And I'm also looking for a way for people to actually express themselves on the website. So. Um, I've actually got a question and answer session at the bottom of the website where people can express their questions. It will be anonymous. So if anybody has any questions to ask, they can send a question to me or they can alternatively send it to um, authenticworth at gmail.com. Excellent. So thank you very much, Esther, for joining us on the author's podcast. Any parting words, anything else I've missed? No, I just want to take this opportunity just to say a massive thank you. Lisa, because this has been such a good experience for me and I'm hoping that those who 
um, have been able to listen or those who've just joined in will be inspired to know that your story is very important mm. and that there's nothing shameful about sharing what you've been through mm. because in this world we are all in this together so um just to be reminded of that and um if you are interested in writing a book or you would like to know about the process of writing a book please do not hesitate to go on www.authenticworth.com or alternatively you can find the information about the workshop on Eventbrite and that will be listed there as well and it's also on my Instagram and Facebook too. Okay excellent so for those of you if you get a pen ready I'll just share these links again so the website is authenticworth.com the email is authenticworth at gmail.com. You can find Esther on all the social media. So Facebook is Esther Jacob. And remember, Esther is E-S-T-H-E-R. On Instagram, it's Esther N. Jacob. On Twitter, it's Esther N. Jacob. And on YouTube, it's Esther N. J. So... That concludes this episode of the Authors Podcast. I want to thank my guest, Esther Jacob, motivational speaker and entrepreneur, for sharing those pearls of wisdom and for motivating me. I'm feeling so inspired. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm really happy you are, honestly, because I I do believe that it's important to have that effect on people. Mm. You know, um, I think when you wake up in the morning, ask yourself, who am I going to inspire today? Is it just going to be the same day? doing the same thing so yeah thank you it it humbles me excellent thank Thank you you. so everyone thank you very much for tuning in this concludes this episode i will see you all again very soon i hope on the next episode of the authors podcast you have been listening to the authors podcast with lisa newton sponsored by boogles limited tweet the show at boogles underscore books spelt b-o-o-g-l-e-z underscore books you can also contact your host via the email address lisa at lisanewton.co.uk and if you want to join our authors community join the inner circle at www.writerbook.net You have just been listening to the Authors Podcast with Lisa Newton. See you next time.